Right now we've got on the line Jane of Jane's Delicious Garden. That's Jane Griffiths. She's going to give us a quick lowdown on keeping your organic food garden healthy during the summer. So, you know, we've had quite a bit of rain, so we should be doing better than some of the cities that have run out of water. I mean, that's another another topic that we're not going to talk about this evening because we don't have enough time. But we're going to talk to Jane Griffiths right now, television producer, writer, artist, traveler, who has been growing organic vegetables and herbs for more than 15 years. Good evening, Jane. Hello, Anne. How are you? And hello to your listeners. I'm well, thank you. And thank you for taking the time to be with us. Good, and uh, you're lucky to have had rain. We are so dry here in Johannesburg. We are just really rain dancing desperately at the moment. But I think you kept turning in to know how that feels. Yeah, we. I mean, we've we've had our, our tango with uh, day zero, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And we're hoping yes. that you know we've staved it off, and we're hoping that it stays staved off. Well, uh, you know, the reality is we live in a drought country. There's, there are pockets there, and our water is getting less and less, and our water is a limited resource. So even if we have had rains, we all have to be uh, just conscious of our use of water, and, um, and especially when it comes to growing our own food, uh, water is a, a, a very precious resource. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I... I want some water-wise tips, but I also want to know, how do you protect your vegetables from heat? Well, one of the first things, the very first step, and, and this is where, especially when you've, when you've had rain, um, the very first step is actually to start by protecting your vegetables by building up your soil. Um, if you add the more organic matter that you can incorporate into your soil, the, the, the better it will be at holding and retaining that moisture when it does rain. Uh, what happens when you add organic matter, and by organic matter I mean things like compost, manure, uh, leaf, um, leaves, dried leaves on the surface, mulching, all of that, as you incorporate those into the soil, they, they slowly break down and the resulting um, humus that builds up in the soil acts like a sponge and in, the, in the soil and in our gardens. So when it does rain, that soil and, and your, your humus in the soil mm. expands and it, and, it, and it just absorbs that moisture. So instead of it just running away, mm. it's in the ground. So that's the very first step is to build up. There are many more reasons for building healthy soil as well. It attracts beneficial organisms. It retains more moisture. There, there are a, a lot of other benefits of it, but one of the primary ones is that you will retain a lot more moisture. Um, and, and then there's quite a lot you can do above ground as well, obviously. Um, you can use natural, just, you, you could use something like a shade cloth for a start. If you're in an area where you get really, 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 you know, 35 plus kind of temperatures, then shade cloth is a good option. Uh, but you can also use plants to protect each other. You can, you can actually use tall plants like sunflowers that are quite drought hardy to create shade. And then you plant them in a position where you know they're going to be blocking the hot afternoon sun. Uh, the sunflowers love the hot afternoon sun or sweet corn, something like that. And then in the shade of those plants, you then plant mm. things that don't like as much hot afternoon sun. And then your tall your- plants are actually kind of multitasking. 
Exactly. And, and you can't, you're literally using your plants as companion planting. And an, an, another, um, another thing that you can do as well uh, is to do intensive planting. So I recommend that people use uh, small beds, that, they, that you, you create small beds about the size of a door that you can reach to the middle quite easily without standing on the soil. And in that way, what you do is each bed, you fill it. You don't have to have place for walking. You don't have to have pathways in the bed or stepping stones in the bed because you can reach into it anyway from the paths on the side. And the bed, then, you can just fill with plants. So when they grow to full size, they all just touch one another. So the plants themselves actually then form an umbrella, and that creates a moist microclimate down underneath the plants, and it protects the soil from drying out. It protects the soil from cracking, uh, and it protects it from creating that hard crust because what, what happens is that soil actually becomes waterphobic almost when it dries out. So when the water does come, when the rain does come, instead of absorbing it to the ground, it just runs off. So by, by, by creating this umbrella of plants, that keeps that soil moist on the surface and stops it from drying out. So when it does rain, then your, your water is absorbed. And it also keeps the moist, the, the surface slightly cooler. Having that umbrella cools it down a little bit. Um, and that's an, an, another thing as well that is absolutely essential. And, and this is not whether you're in a drought area or whether in the middle of winter and in the Cape when it's pouring with rain, is to mulch the surface of your of your beds um, with organic matter. It's a very very it's it's one of the most beneficial things that you can do in organic vegetable garden is continually mulch your beds um, using either your grass clippings, your leaves that have fallen down off the trees, gather them up, put them in bags. You can use straw. You can use a multitude of materials, even just compost, just putting a nice thick layer of compost on the surface. And that regulates the temperature, keeps it warm in the cold weather, it keeps it cool in the hot weather. So one of the books you've written is Jane's Delicious Herbs. And basically is everything you need to know about herbs as I have not read it full disclosure what uh, yeah, I'm just being completely completely honest but I'm going to have to buy it because that's one You're of my you have to go I'm read going it to, now. and it's one of my <laughs> it's one of my favorite things to cook with you know um, is fresh herbs from the garden so at this stage in in kind of where we are with the seasons what would be good herbs to grow or what would grow well in in kind of warm hot conditions well we we're lucky look at this time of the year uh it's spring so you can basically plant everything and anything um all the summer vegetables um the ones the ones that are you know don't mind the hot weather are ones that uh, enjoy the Mediterranean climate which you guys it's perfect for you for your climate down in the Cape things like rosemary oregonum thyme um, marjoram all of those ones lavender all of those herbs that grow in the Mediterranean love a long, hot, dry mm-hmm. summer. That's what, that's what they thrive okay. on. So that's brilliant because so, I've actually just gotten some uh, rosemary and lavender. So perfect. I'm, I'm on the right Pre- track. 
Exactly. Prepare the ground well because, you know, these plants, rosemary and lavender, they're, they're perennials. They'll last for many, many, many years if you look after them. So prepare the ground well. Dig a, dig a hole where you're going to be planting it and put in uh, a lot, put in a nice few handfuls of uh, rich compost and add a slow release organic fertilizer, a general all round fertilizer. And, um, and then plant them and keep them well watered for the first, for the first few weeks while they establish themselves. Um, but water, don't water them every single day. That's another, part, another thing that people do. I think a lot of people don't realize that as little as I know about plants, I know, and I know that a lot of people don't know, that you should not overwater your plants. Not only overwatering, um, you don't want to water a little bit every day because you can imagine, think what's happening underground. You've got your roots growing underground and they're quite far down. And if you water a little bit every day, that water is only going to reach, penetrate just below the surface. So the roots are going to start looking for water and then they'll grow near up to the surface because that's where the water is. And instead of establishing nice deep roots, which is uh, a, 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 for a healthy plant, you would, especially with the perennial, you want nice deep roots. And especially in the Cape with your wind, um, the next thing, if you've got yeah, you plants, need the roots to keep them stable, otherwise they're going to blow they're away. An anchor. Absolutely. Yeah, they're an, an anchor uh-huh. and also a lot of the nutrients you'll find, they're different nutrients mm-hmm. that are further down in the soil. So your variety of nutrients, you, you want the roots to be able to be uh, your deep roots and your shallower roots. So rather water deeply less often mm-hmm. than giving it a sprinkle. The only every, time you need to... Yeah, the only time you need to waste and water regularly or every day, every morning, is if you've got seeds on the ground and you're needing to keep them moist until they germinate. Brilliant. Jane, thank you so much for joining us. I'm really going to go... I hope everyone's going to go out there and start... Exactly. (laughs) I'm definitely there with my hope garden. Thank you so much. Have a great evening further. Thank you, Anne. Enjoy your evening too. Bye. Bye.